Good afternoon, folks. This is Chris Burroughs, VP of Government Affairs for TIA, and welcome to Episode 7 of the Advocacy Insights Podcast recorded exclusively for TIA members. On today's podcast, I'm going to share my public comments that TIA will present before the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration in regard to the OIDA, SBTC, and TIA petitions for rulemaking on broker transparency. The listening session is scheduled for October 28th, and uh, these will be the public comments that I will be presenting talking about the three petitions uh, that are on the record. So without further ado, I'm going to get into what, uh, what our public comments uh, are, are going to listen for those folks that can't participate on the public listening session on the 28th. Here we go. Good afternoon, Deputy Administrator and other key agency officials. My name is Chris Burroughs, and I'm the Vice President of Government Affairs for the Transportation Intermediaries Association, TIA. TA represents almost 1,800 3PLs and freight brokers throughout the United States, Canada, and worldwide. For reasons that I am about to lay out, TIA and our members strongly oppose the OIDA and SBTC petitions asking for further broker transparency. TIA opposes these petitions not because we're trying to hide anything or, quote, get one over on our friends, the owner-operators, but because of the temporary economic situation that brought these petitions to fruition, it was a product of a major downturn in the economy because of the global pandemic. The facts are that rates were driven down because of economic conditions surrounding COVID-19, not from brokers, quote, gouging or, quote, price fixing. A current examination of the marketplace will show that with the volume of freight increasing as states begun to return to some normalcy, truck rates are steadily rising and almost back to 2018 levels. The bottom line is more government regulation and oversight are not the answer to an economic disaster and run contrary to President Trump's Executive Order 13924, which seeks to eliminate or reduce burdensome regulations on American businesses. These regulations would place a hard burden on licensed property brokers, owner-operators, and the general public. On March 11th, when the World Health Organization declared the novel coronavirus disease, or COVID-19, a pandemic, there was an immediate push from shippers to restock shelves and distribution centers, which created better-than-average truck rates because of the demand of freight from the public. In April, when the distribution centers were full, were full and a quarter of the American economy was shut down in terms of small manufacturing and automotive and other segments, the rising rates gave way to a slump felt across the board. The brokerage industry was not immune to this slump. It was not fat and happy, as certain groups alleged. A survey of TI members showed that a large percentage of our members were operating at about 50% revenue year-over-year declines, and margins also were compressed uh, by the shippers. This could be also demonstrated by looking at the publicly traded companies in the space, who all reported declines in revenue and gross margins. Brokers were not taking 60-70% margins, as SPTC would suggest. Today, the market demand index published by truckstop.com continues its upward movements along with the increases in truck rates. This perfectly demonstrates that this issue was not one of collusion, but one of marketplace conditions based on supply and demand. This isn't the first time TI has dealt with this issue. We previously fought this burdensome request back in 2008, and the commonality uh, becomes crystal clear that in 2008 and 2020 were similar in the fact that there was a major downturn in the American economy. This is nothing more than an attempt to cap limits on what brokers can make per their, per their margins and an attack on American capitalism. In 2008, were home buyers colluding to drive the prices of housing down? Of course not. The market dictates prices, not the entities. The regulation in question that the opposition points towards is 371.3. 
which was promulgated back in 1980 coming off of trucking deregulation. At this time, motor carriers paid brokers a commission, and the Interstate Commerce Commission implemented these regulations because of concerns with rebating and shippers and brokers having possibly common ownership and making sure companies were not double-dipping. In the May 12, 1980 Federal Register, the ICC made it crystal clear that, quote, our goal in regulating transactions between brokers, carriers, and shippers is to remove all unnecessary restrictions which, which might impede the free operation of the marketplace, end quote. The petitions from OIDA SPTC would actually do just that. These regulations would impede the free operation of the marketplace by making public proprietary information and create a situation where these, this information could be used by other parties to poach business and undercut rates, which will ultimately drive down truck rates in the end. Shippers do not want their proprietary information shared and made public. Our opponents argue that this is not the case, but information and confidential contracts were shared throughout the protest. There were also allegations that this was a widespread issue and that brokers have been dodging these regulations for years. Yet when asking the agency about how, about how many of the number of complaints put in the National Consumer Complaint Database prior to the protest there were, the answer was simple, zero. And after the protest, there were a handful, many of which, were have all, if not all of them, have been deemed invalid made at this point. TIA even had a member who had been contacted by an owner-operator asking for the rates after a few questions, uh, it, it came to light that this individual was not an owner-operator, but someone who worked for OIDA and was hired to question brokers about rates. We are unaware of any industry that discloses margins. You don't simply walk into the Apple store, pick up an iPad, and the price tag includes what Apple paid for the product. The transportation marketplace is one of the most transparent marketplaces out there in the world. Load boards, the internet, rate quote communications within the industry provide the rate transparency that was intended by 371.3 when commissions were paid by carriers to brokers, therefore making 371.3 unnecessary. Motor carriers have enough access to current market rates without inspecting broker shipment records to find out what the broker's gross margins are on a low-to-low basis, which is not indicative of the net profit that brokers and other intermediaries operate on. It's because of all these reasons TIA not only opposes DOI and SPTC petitions, but fully supports our own petition and asks for the agency to repeal 371.3c. The issue of contracting is an interesting one, and I'm not sure where the federal regulation exists, uh, where, where a rule exists that says that a motor carrier must utilize a broker service and a motor carrier must sign every contract it's presented with. As previously stated, this is a free and open marketplace with, and a very competitive one at that. If there's a particular broker you do not want to work with, do not fret, as carriers have the right to work with one of the many 22,000 licensed property brokers. The issue of coercing motor carriers and contracting is a moot issue in our opinion and has already been addressed by the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration. The prohibition of coercion rule, which took effect on January 29, 2006, covers this, ex covers this example from a safety aspect. Let me be clear. TI does not support coercing drivers to do anything illegal or detrimental to their profession. The agency saw the need to address this and took the necessary steps to protect motor carriers already. SBTC asserts in their comments that FMCSI regulation reflect and not overrule congressional intent. Both legally and as a matter of principle, that is correct. That is why 371.3c should be deleted and repealed. Section 371.3c was adopted by, in 1980 by the ICC, as I mentioned previously. Fifteen years later, in 1995, as part of the Interstate Commerce Commission Termination Act, Congress enacted 49 U.S.C. 14101b. This section provides that, provides that shippers, which includes brokers under the Dixie uh, Midwest ICC opinion, and carriers may waive any and all rights and remedies provided under the federal statutes or regulation except provisions governing registration, insurance, or safety fitness. 
Congressional intent is clear that carriers and brokers can agree that a broker need not disclose its shipper's customer's rate. OIDA's request for automatic transmission of those rates uh, and the request by OIDA and SBTC the con- contractual waiver of disclosure of rates are not only con- inconsistent with congressional intent expressed in Section 14101B, but they're in direct opposition to the expressed congressional intent. Additionally, in 2016, again, subsequent, subsequent to adoption of 371.3C, Congress passed the Federal Defense Trade Secret Act of 2016. This act passed by unanimous vote in the Senate and a 410 to 2 vote in the House, nearly nearly unanimous. Congressional intent was voiced loud and clear. This act prohibits the disclosure of, quote, trade secrets. Its definition of trade secret includes, quote, all forms of types of financial, business, or economic information. If A, the owner uh, thereof has taken reasonable measures to keep such information secret, and B, the information derives independent economic value actual or potential from not being generally known to and not being readily assertable through proper means by any person who can obtain economic value from the disclosure or use of the information. Section 371.3c flies in the face of that and is in direct opposition to the manifest intent of Congress to preserve trade secrets and to allow carriers and brokers to opt out of disclosure of customer rates. A wider request for automatic disclosure would cause brokers to not only disclose their own quote, trade secrets, but that are protected by the the, uh, Defense Act and the Uniform Trade Secrets Act that has been adopted by nearly, if not every state, but will require brokers to violate the act and contractual provisions with their customers as well. Adoption of OIDA's proposed rule would jeopardize the efforts of shippers to protect their own trade secrets. Finally, the topic of potential cost was raised by the agency, and we examined this with our members, and the consensus is the cost will be a substantial one to our members, motor carriers, and ultimately the general public in the end. Our members utilize similar solutions with our shipper customers and motor carrier customers at the cost of anywhere between $2,500 to $10,000 per, per implementation. The costs are high because the only feasible way to do this would be through a secure EDI or API integration, not email, uh, as some, some would say would be a viable solution. As that is not a secure option and contrary to state privacy laws and will soon be obsolete as the United States moves closer to a system like the GD, GDPR, some, what they're similar to what they're doing in the European countries. Not to mention, this is not a role for the agency to promulgate a technology requirement that doesn't have a direct impact of safety like the ELD mandate did. In summary, TIA has submitted our full comments for the record to the docket. in the docket. The situation was created because of a major downturn in the American economy and opponents point towards an outdated regulation that is no longer applicable to the current marketplace. Our members have felt the economic pressure from COVID as well, but overreaching regulation and oversight is not the answer. And contrary to President uh, Trump's executive order, quite frankly, Brokers rely heavily on owner-operators as owner-operators rely heavily on brokers. Now is the time to cease the pettifogging and come together to actually address concerns and the bad actors in the marketplace, like like dispatch services that are not authorized to broker freight and operator, uh, operate illegally under the bona fide agent definition, and also this unscrupulous BMC 85 providers who exist out there who do not pay claims and leave motor carriers with no financial recourse for non-payment. Addressing these concerns will drastically improve safety, which is the core mission of the agency, not making public rates and setting precedent that would directly impact the free and open and competitive marketplace that makes America the great nation that it is. Thank you for your time. So that, that includes the, the public comments that we'll be making uh, on the, uh, at the October 28th public listening session. And, uh, you know, stay tuned uh, for the um, next upcoming podcast and more information that comes out uh, on this issue uh, as we uh, will keep the membership updated 
uh, during these times. And just remember, you know, we cannot thank you enough for your membership and leadership during this tumultuous times. If you ever need anything, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Stay safe out there. This is your association and we need your voice. Thanks. Thanks.